Welcome to the Do Shit Podcast, where we unlock the secrets to success in your business by using strategic action. It's time for another lesson and actionable assignment, so get ready to get more shit done with your hosts, Natalie Jean Miller and Amanda Mock. It's Natalie Jean and Amanda Mock, and welcome to the Do Shit Podcast once again. Happy March to those of you who are listening on time and or in a timely manner. Today's topic of discussion is that of education. When's too much? When's too little? And where should you get it from? And why education even matters in your business? Why you should be learning? And that's why we keep you around. Mm-hmm. So let's open up with talking about why learning is a part of actually growing your business. Why being a student is a part of your business. I think learning equates to growing. That's my personal philosophy. You want to know what's funny is like Natalie processed that and like she had this look on her face like no shit you need to learn to grow your business. I was trying to figure out a way to put it nicely (laughs) instead of saying hi dumbass if you're not learning shit you better get your ass in gear. Well the bottom line is if you're not learning you're not growing. Yeah which I I think is what I just said. Yes, but in a very a nice and eloquent way. But mine was a phrase that a lot of people have probably heard before. True. <laughs> Don't be cliche, Amanda. Gosh. Ever. But it is. It is important to learn new things, new tech, new faster ways of systematizing your business. And it could be something small. It could be something large, like taking a course or reading a book. Right. Or it could be something small as reading a book or, you know, reading somebody else's blog or whatever the case may be. Well, and for the sake of mentioning it, the most successful entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs out there, they're lifetime time learners. Like yes, they don't just stop so. they don't just stop learning, not even in their businesses. Like learning is a part of their lives. Consuming information is a part of their lives. Yeah, and it's not what was it? I was reading something about Bill Gates the other day, and there's a book that he reads. I'm gonna have to Google it. Um and, and find the article the and put it in the show notes. <laughs> But he was talking about that there's a book that he reads every about year, maybe every other year, just to kind of go over the things that he knows that he knows. But sometimes you just need a reminder. And sometimes that learning, that re-education is something that's very, very valuable to an entrepreneur. It is. And that's why making sure you constantly are focusing on gaining an education, on exposing yourself. Like if you cannot afford to get into a new program or go to school again, Go get a book. Yeah. Books are cheap. Hell, the library, free. Free. Like, go expose yourself to information and learn. Like, that you should be learning because it puts you in an environment and in a headspace that makes you more prone to change and seeing results. Right. And, I mean, blogs are free, too. There's a lot of people who write amazing blogs and vlogs that are free. I mean, we talk about them on a regular basis because we're crazy people like that. <laughs> And because that's my job, but Which segues perfectly into who should you be learning from? Yes. Who should you be learning from? Now? I think that this is a two part question because I think you need to also figure out what you want to learn. And you really need to have a why you want to learn that particular thing or multiple pieces of things to really figure out who you should be learning from. I agree. I fully agree. So, for instance, if I wanted to learn more about vlogging, I would go to somebody who is a trained professional vlogger. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've had this talk because I do a lot of stuff via video. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of stuff via video and we bounce things back and forth. Right. And we have kind of vetted some people. And you do. You watch you watch their videos, which is their own instant resume. 
you research what they've done. You research where they've spoke, you know, either whether it's on the Internet, via YouTube, Google Hangout, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And you go from there. But we're also always looking at people that are more successful than us. Oh, yeah, because you want to learn from people who are above you. And they don't always need to be the most successful, though you can learn things from the most successful people. It's just someone who's more successful in a specific area than you currently are. Right. And I, I don't know. For me, I always like to kind of upgrade. I like to go with, like, the startup person first, <laughs> then go to the big guy instead of going to the big guy and getting maybe a little overwhelmed. Right. And, you know, when you when you kind of do the hop, skip, and a jump kind of way of upgrading your business in that or your level of expertise, you feel like you're helping the little guy. Because you're like, yeah, I, I know think- that you're not big yet, but maybe you'll get there one day. So I'm going to throw you a couple bones. You're going to teach me a couple things. And then that way, when I go to this big, high-level, you know, conference or take this course or read this crazy book, I now know a little bit more than just somebody who's going into it. I have no idea what I'm doing, so I'm just reading this thing. Right, and I agree with that. And I think that actually, especially in the way you describe it, has less to do with how successful or 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 where that person results are getting and what they're doing specifically, but more so, like you said earlier, what you're getting out of it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times, the people who are really up there that are really like killing it, they don't offer the beginner no stuff. They don't. They offer the higher end stuff because it makes more money. Well, not only that, but what they think is beginner might be completely not where you're at. Right. Which is figuring out what you want to gain from it first and then who you want to gain from it is so, so, so very important. And stuff like this can be as easy as just, oh, I'm going to Google it and figure out who's really good at this. Or Or let me watch their YouTube video or let me see what's at the library. Yeah, totally. You don't always need to invest in it to make it happen. Nope. Nope. YouTube is free. Blogs are free. Library is free. (laughs) Do I need to continue? (laughs) But also, there's a flip side of that. Like, if you're looking to do something big and to gain knowledge fast and to go quickly... You should spend the money on the education. Oh, and, completely. And sometimes you, I saw a um. To connect this to something else, I saw a Facebook post on my wall the other day about somebody who was questioning why his son watches so many videos of of other people playing video games. Oh, geez, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> and really, it comes back to the fact that they're learning from their experience from the other person's experience. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, just to bring it back to our generation, before there was a YouTube to watch other people, (laughs) how many times would you sit around watching your friends play the same video game trying to defeat the same level? Everybody did that. Everyone. Because you're like, okay, well, they jumped there and they did this, but then they died. So let's see if I can do the same thing. But instead of dying here, I'm now going to jump over that thing. Where if you're watching a YouTube video that has somebody beating a level in 20 minutes and then somebody beating it in 15 minutes, you're going to follow that train. Right. And you're going to start learning. How more. can I beat it in 10? Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. And then Which, you're going to you're going to record yourself and then you're going to put it on YouTube and then somebody's going to go, nope, I'm going to beat it in seven minutes. Right. Which is why education doesn't always come in like a known standard form. It's not always just I consume a book, I take a program. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you also need to take a step further and gain direct mentorship from someone. So right. you can either have a conversation or you can experience the next steps directly, whatever it might need to be. So in that form, especially with your YouTube analogy of video games, 
that kind of brings us into the two different types of mentorship. Mm-hmm. And I have two different types. I have, you know, somebody who I physically sit down with and, you know, we chat across the table and it's traditional mentoring, mm-hmm. you know, back from the days of old. <laughs> and then you have something called digital mentoring. Right. Which I've kind of started to get into and I picked up from someone else well, digitally. It's ironically. kind of um, direct and indirect. Yes, very much the same way. Direct would be you're working with the person one on one, right? And or one on group, one on well, mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, because yeah. you're still sitting in the same room and yeah, you're no. still kind of doing the same thing, and it's very yeah. No, you're right. Centralized. You're right. It's just leverage, right? But it's exactly. still direct. And then indirect is consuming information passively. That could be an online program or books or videos or or stalking them on Twitter. <laughs> Not like I've never done that. <laughs> you laugh, but I do it. I know you do it. I mean, come on. Okay, so let's get real. This is how I actually map out other people's funnels is I stock them on social media, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, Google Plus, Twitter, hang, you know, Hangouts, webinars. And I go through their whole funnel and see how they put it together. But you're actively learning from them. Oh, yeah. I'm taking notes. I'm deconstructing everything. I'm looking at how many links they have. Everything's a tally. I'm, I... I <laughs> I have more post-it notes on this kind of stuff than I would ever Do things ever have points? Do you to. assign points to things? No, I haven't done it with a point <laughs> system yet. I have done that with blogging. Blogging does have a point system. Does it really? Yeah, one day I'll have to actually take you through my plethora of my Google Drive and be like, here's how I do it. I'm interested in that. Okay, we'll do it off show. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I have, you know, digital mentoring where I watch and follow everybody else, whether it's their blogs, their emails, a combination of both, their products, their services, what they're selling, how they're pitching, all their right hooks, all their jabs, whatever the case may be. If you go for Vayner, Gary Vaynerchuk speak. And then you go from there and you learn that way. Mm-hmm. Because if you see it happen a hundred times, even if you're not on the either the buying end or the receiving end of the product and you're just kind of getting the flow, you're going to absorb something. Right. Even if it's something tiny. Yeah, you are. You're going to learn a system or a process or right. a perspective. You're going to learn something that will you're going to learn something that will contribute to your right. bottom line in some way shape or form. And we're talking specifically in the context of the business, but really this could apply to anything. Really, yeah. Yeah. Which going into the form of digital and physical mentorship and connecting the final point, like like the point beforehand, who should you be learning from? Right, which brings that back to the beginning of the question. Right. It it all ties into one another. Like you decide what it is you want to learn and who it is you want to learn from and how much time and effort and connection you need to gain from that. Like I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to uh, hire somebody to train me one on one on a piece of software where I just need to be told where the buttons are to click. Right, exactly. Right. I'm going to learn yeah, that I think from that the plays video into, series. Yeah. I think that plays into level of difficulty. Is it something very, very basic where you can Google it, find a YouTube video that is a walkthrough, based and they on say, how... click here, click here, now hit this, now right. fill out that, boom, you're done. Based on how your brain works, though. Oh, yeah. Where, completely. like, if I'm working on something, copy or story writing and or storytelling and writing, which is your realm, I need more one-on-one help with that. Right. It's it's kind of level of difficulty and what's your value. Yeah. Where you would just need to be shown a system and a video to learn it. Right. Yeah, that's how I've learned a lot of my technical stuff mm-hmm. is I Google it, find a YouTube video and go, okay, you're going to tell me to click here. I click there. 
okay, I now I put this information in, I put that information in. Right. And you go back and forth. I mean, right. it's not hard. It, it, it's not. It's just figuring out where you need it, which also comes to another point, which is planning your education. Right. Which you should, for me, this is how I've done it, and I feel like I've kind of imposed this view on you. Yeah, I think I've I've learned it from you. So yeah. Yeah, is I'm I always know what it is I want to invest in next, and I always research it beforehand. I think that this comes into planning out your gear, which we'll get into um, more next month because that's kind of April's theme. Mm-hmm. But I think that you can kind of plan your marketing year as the same time that you plan your educational year. You really can because. The bottom line is you can't fully predict, especially with the way the online marketplace works, you can't predict where your business is going to be next month, right? let alone next year. Mm-hmm. However, you can have general roundabout goals that you want to work on and know what that looks like. Right. So as an example for myself, uh, last year, I spent the beginning of the year working on content creation and podcasting. Right. I, I bought a, co- a podcasting program. Entrepreneur on Fire, actually. Yeah. Podcaster's Paradise. Podcaster's Paradise. To get down and dirty and to learn that. I also purchased a couple of blogging and content creation platforms because I knew it would complement that. Right. And all that was in the goal of trying to figure out what needed to be done to make a good podcast. I didn't even know what podcast I wanted to make at the time. Right. But I had it. And your podcast was good. The one that you had flying solo. My old one? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think you can even find it anymore. It's taken down. Wah, wah. Sucks for you guys. <laughs> I got to listen to it. <laughs> but um, I wanted, but I did that podcast because I knew the first one that I did, which was like I called Rebel Method. Right. I originally did that one because I knew I was going to do it just to start to do shit. Right. But it was also it was accompanied with a lot of things. It was accompanied with the fact that I had purposely invested in podcasting to implement podcasting either to educate myself or to do my own successful podcast later. And there was other stuff that you invested in as well, like the equipment that we're talking on today. You bought a microphone. I've bought a microphone. These are the investments that we do. Right. And I planned my education around what I would be physically capable of spending later in the year based off of my projections and where and how that would contribute to my business. I didn't just do it because I felt like doing podcasting. It was more like Okay, if I spend this money, and I didn't even, I didn't assume that whatever I was investing in would increase my income. Right. It was, if I spend money on this, and my income stays the same, these are the investments I can afford, and what they will look like. Right. And this is how I can make it awesome. Right. And this is how it would contribute to my bottom line, and why it's a good investment. I never assumed that an investment would contribute to my bottom line. But I did assume that if it didn't, then I would need to go back and make it better. Right. But I planned my education based off of that. Like, okay, I'm going to get education on this niche, podcasting and content creation. Right. And I'm far from a master. Like, you're way better than I am still. Well, I mean, I haven't gotten the podcasting thing down, and we're only three months in. So right. I'm not intending to have that down for <laughs> quite some time. But even then, there's always evolution and changes. But I knew that it was. I wanted to get into it. I knew what my budget would allow, and I knew how it would plug into my business. So it was all about a year ago from now plugging into podcasting. This next year, it's all about plugging into building more of the team in my business. Right. And that goes back to I'm paying attention to what I'm investing my money in, including mentorship, because that gives me freedom to drop good money on equipment 
and really go for it. To spend five hundred to five thousand dollars a month on a mentor, depending on who they are. Because right. I've researched beforehand who it is I want to invest in and why. And if it makes sense for me to invest in them at that Plus level. you have that goal in mind, like, hey, this is where I want to be in a year. So I need to learn these things either from somebody or from a course or from a book in order to get there. Right. And if I'm not using it in a year, I need to go back to my program and restudy instead of spending more money on more programs about the same thing. Right. Unless the program I invested in was bullcrap. <laughs> in which case, there's, there's a way to vet it later. But right. yeah. Which all comes to planning. You got to plan your education. Yeah. You got to plan your education in your business beforehand. Like, Knowing what you want, uh, identifying it in your business, and picking the mentors and following people. In my opinion, those first few parts are actually the easiest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finding, I think finding the product with what you want to learn, I think, is actually the easiest of easiest. Because once right. you find out who you want to have and what your goals are, the product almost falls in your lap. I think the next hardest part is... Making the most of the actual mentorship that you're getting, which is where... Most, and making sure that you take action on it. Which is where most people fail, actually. Absolutely. Like, how many times have you bought a book or taken a program or done a thing and not followed through on it fully? Um, <laughs> I'm going to the point of never. Actually, I'm slowly moving to that point. And here's why. Okay. And I will explain to you my system. Because okay. there was a time in which... I actually didn't have this problem, or I had the problem that you're kind of hinting right, at. Right. So what I've created, for instance, for me, my crack is books. Because obviously I write books. Books are my industry. That's my thing. I have created a book queue. And I will not fill up that book queue until I've read everything else that comes before it. So everything but is in a system. what is reading it if you don't implement on it? Oh, I have a rule for that. Okay. And maybe I should, um, I kind of do it like a Q&A. So maybe I should post that in the show notes when we upload this and all that fun stuff. I think you should. I think I should too. At the douche. Is I have, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have three things that I take from everything that I learn, whether it's a course, a seminar, a conference, a book, whatever. I always make sure that I have three things and I implement those three things. So it could be something as simple as, hey, you have to learn a new email thing or here's a new way of writing content, or here's a way to upload your videos, now, whatever the case may be. Now, when you say three things, they're not three untold things. They're you choose to purposely take three items. I take three actions. Is that better? Yeah. You take, I three, take three actions, actions from the thing. Whatever it is that you're learning, you pick yes. the three actions. So, yeah. <laughs> For instance, I just finished rereading uh, Four Hour Work Week, and one of the actions I'm going to be taking is figuring out what I'm going to be delegating to my team member. And I've kind of been hinting at this in the previous episodes mm -hmm. is I'm literally sitting down every week and going, okay, what do I need to add to my list of delegatable tasks? And what do I need to keep for me and me only? And that is helping me to build the team that I want to build. Right. So, no, yeah. absolutely. And that goes to figuring out what you want to gain. But making it actionable because you mm -hmm. could go to a conference, you could buy a program, you could do all of the worksheets and listen to all of the information, but still absolutely gain nothing from it. So I guess that should be our CTA for the week is mm -hmm. find three actionable things from something that you're wanting to learn. So go out, find a thing, you know, whether you Google it, 
find let's make no? it a little bit more step by step. I agree. Okay. But help let's, me out. Let's be a little bit more handholdy. Okay. <laughs> handholdy. Yay. So first let's go ahead. Step and, one. Let's start with figuring out what it is that you need to learn. Like this mm-hmm. is a questionnaire you need to like ask yourself. Ooh, maybe we should upload that as the show notes. Yeah. The do shit questionnaire. <laughs> For getting educated, educated and training. So first thing is, what what is it that you need to expand on? What do you need to learn from? What do you need to do to gain in your business financially? Not what would you like to do? Not what arts and crafts project would you like to? Yeah, do Yeah, this next? is not a New Year's resolution here, people. <laughs> it's not a New Year's resolution. It's about gaining. It's about contributing to the bottom line of your business. What do you need to start doing more of to make more money? Or just to have a better, better business. It doesn't even better have to business. be about money. Right. By all means. Make more money. Uh, have more followers. Be more productive. Have a happier team. Have a better audience. Have a better audience of people who are joyful and ready to consume whatever it is you want to give to them. All of the above. Pick a thing, a metric. One something. thing. Not ten things. One thing. One thing that's measurable. Your audience size. The response rate, which tells you how engaged and how much they enjoy your content. How productive your team is, how productive you are. We could go right. on and on. Yeah, and on. pick something that's measurable. You have to be able to attach a number to it. Whatever weird metric you want, doesn't matter. Needs to be a metric that's measurable. Pick one metric, a thing you want to improve on. Pick a tr- piece of training material that can improve that metric for you to consume be it a book or a video series or something you buy or whatever, paying for a mentor, pick it and invest in it. And then pick three actionable steps. Minimum of three actionable steps. Actually, let's not even do it as a minimum. Just pick three things. Okay. Because if you're going to, we don't want to go crazy Mm because if you pick 10 things and you only do two, then you're screwed. Right. But yes, let's pick three things from that piece of thing. So like, for instance, if we go back to my vlogging example, let's say I go, I find somebody who I'm like, oh, you're a badass vlogger. I'm totally going to take tips from you. Oh, wait, you've got this, you know, program course, seminar, talking point, whatever. I'm going to take it. I'll buy it. Now I'm going to find three things within that book, webinar, seminar, whatever, and implement those three things. And as you're doing them, list those three things like, hey, this is going to help me in this goal because I've deemed, you know, I'm going to grow my list size by a thousand people. Out of the 20 things that I've heard, these are the three best. Yes. And these are the three things I can do. Yes. It's not just the best because it's being suggested. It's also you're physically capable of carrying them out. Hi, I have the money. Hey, I have the time. Hey, I have the whatever. Yeah. You're not going to pick something that it. It requires you to invest in thousands of dollars of equipment or software that you can't afford. Yeah, because that's not fun. No. You want to pick something that like makes sense for your budget because you don't want to work towards something that allows you to work to something that allows you to work towards something. You want to do something that you can take action on now. That was a lot of work in that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's how I talk. Leave me alone. Okay. <sighs> But so you're going to pick only three items. I agree with that now. Yeah, three. Three items and just do those three this whole week to success. And we'll have a worksheet that'll allow you to kind of go through it and fill it all out. I'll make one for you guys because I'm awesome. Right. And I love you. Yep. And that we want you to find that. Like We don't, I don't think either of us want you to implement on those three, but we want you to at least find 
the person and pick the three for the week, right? Yeah, I think that that's good. Yeah. But what I'll do is I'll also make a worksheet for when you guys are going through a course or a seminar or reading a book. That way then you can kind of dissect those things. Like, hey, here's my goal. Hey, here's this. Because I do it in Evernote. But I can make a worksheet really quick. And I'll help everybody pick it apart so they see results. Exactly. Huzzah. Winning. (laughs) So you guys have got a lot of work. You got to get educated. Go get your education and choose it from the right people in a way that will contribute to your bottom line. And you know what? Really? We were talking about these this the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. These are your team members. When you're totally. going and you're looking for these mentors and these items you want to work on, you have to think of not just what you think enjoy what what you think you would enjoy, but it's what if this person is a team member to my business, how would they contribute to that team? Right. Even if it's only in the form of information and skills, yeah. yeah. For sure. So I think that that's a lot of work for them to do this week. And of course, we'll be you know, very supportive over in the Facebook group. If you are just now listening to that pod or to the podcast for the first time, and you have no idea what we're talking about in regards to a Facebook uh, group, please head over to do shitpodcast.com. Sign up for our email updates, get on, start listening to the podcast, start implementing some cool stuff in your business and join the Facebook group where all the magic happens. And we'll see you guys there and see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Do Shit Podcast. Now it's time to take action. Natalie and Amanda have put together an exclusive Facebook group to help you grow your business even faster and get more shit done. Ready to join? Head to the website at doshitpodcast.com and sign up. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.